The Missouri Tigers appear to have found their new defensive coordinator, or should I say coordinators. And also, we got to do our long-awaited segment, the case for and against retaining Conzo Martin next season. All this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for making this program your first listen. And thanks to Rock Auto for their amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. And tell them Locked On sent you. But as you probably know by now, lots of reports going around that Missouri has promoted the recently hired Blake Baker to be co-defensive coordinator along with DJ Smith, who again, reportedly, according to virtually every source, every major Mizzou source on the internet, DJ Smith also going to be elevated from his linebacker coach position also will be the co-defensive coordinator along with Blake Baker so interesting here again third defensive coordinator or I guess coordinator team I guess you could say but again third third hire at defensive coordinator in three seasons for Eli Drinkwitz here in Columbia hopefully this Baker and, and Woods or excuse me DJ Smith combination hopefully it hopefully it works out because if we're searching for another defensive coordinator next season, I'm not sure that we won't be sell- searching for a new coach sooner rather than later, too. So this is a hire that really needs to work out for Drinkwitz. It absolutely does. And, well, fortunately, there is some reason to believe that it will work out. Baker actually had a real nice 2019 season with the Miami Hurricanes as their defensive coordinator Canes, you know, based on a lot of different metrics, total metrics, they were top 20, 15, and a lot of total yardage stats. Maybe more accurately, some of the advanced stats I saw had Miami about 27th in that season. But you did notice in 2020, Miami's defense took a bit of a step back. Now, not as much as Missouri's defense took a step back from 19 to 20, but it's fair to question that, right? But you do have to put some context in here, right? Because Manny Diaz, it just all started going wrong in his tenure at Miami, Florida. So obviously Diaz not retained after 2020 and Blake Baker moved on to LSU for this this previous season. Speaking of bad situations, we all remember Bo Pelini, the former Nebraska coach. That didn't work out so hot at LSU. So, well, Blake Baker was brought in as a co-defensive coordinator Last season for LSU, obviously, again, similar to how the Manny Diaz thing ended. Unfortunately, Blake Baker, hard to turn down an LSU job, right? But unfortunately, he found himself at the tail end, the last season of the Ed Orgeron era as well. Just a lot of problems, a really bizarre season for LSU last season. So hopefully, a little more stability in Columbia will go a long way, and maybe Blake Baker will truly show what he can do Again, hopefully for more than one season, right? A little bit of continuity on the defensive side of the ball would be awfully nice because, well, we got rid of Ryan Walters because obviously Drinkwitz was disappointed with our defensive 
prowess in 2020, but so far it hasn't gotten a lot better, has it? Now, again, it's a little bit curious that there hasn't been an official announcement by Mizzou about these coordinator positions yet. But again, based on everyone I follow, it sure seems like that's the direction we're heading. But we've also got, speaking of of things that aren't official yet, well, the word on the street is that Marquise Robinson, a defensive lineman from Auburn, is certainly going to transfer from Missouri. That's Again, that's all the information online. And, well, I've got a few sources of my own inside the university, and they say that Marquise is indeed enrolled in classes. He's taking classes as we speak on campus. So it'd be pretty shocking if he didn't wind up playing football for the Tigers this season because, well, why would he be enrolled in classes if he weren't? That would be, that would be kind of a shock. I will say... Missouri did apparently, the admissions department, whatever it is, apparently had to pull some strings to get this kid eligible. So who knows? Maybe there are still some question marks there. That's the only thing I can possibly figure there. But along with Marquise Robinson, you've also got Ian Matthews, who didn't play as a true freshman for Auburn on their defensive line last season. So more of a developmental prospect is Matthews, I would say. Certainly not likely to start. Maybe he'll be fighting to get in that rotation along with guys like true freshman Marquise Gracial and and Kyron Montgomery, the freshman from last season who was getting a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of hype in the preseason, but unfortunately suffered an injury in the preseason that ended his 2021 campaign prematurely. But you know, just going back to to Steve Wilkes a little bit. The more I think about it, it really does just seem obvious that Wilkes got basically got what he didn't sign up for, right? Like he was thinking, okay, college football, here we go. This is going to be different than the NFL, right? Now, when I've imagined coaching before, I've often thought, you know, I might rather just grind away in the film room looking looking for strategic advantages than traveling around to different corners of the country and going to to hole-in-the-wall public schools throughout the country and and meeting with teenagers and their parents and stuff, that just doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. But you know what? Maybe that was okay with Steve Wilkes. I just don't think he signed up for Makai Wingo, for instance, a guy he had talked up a lot during the season, a guy obviously he had tremendous amounts of faith in. Well, he just heads off to LSU, doesn't have to sit out a season, no problem. Well, if it's all just going to be free agency, well, heck, I can just go back to the NFL and deal with that there, just deal with pure football and not have to worry about all this recruiting nonsense, this whole name, image, and likeness, new world, the transfer portal. I just think that Steve Wilkes, college football had changed so, so much in the last couple of years, and certainly since he had last been in the sport circa 2005 I I just got to imagine that he thought you know what this isn't what I signed up for let's head on back to the NFL so if you want to take the optimistic side of the equation as far as well maybe it's not a big deal that we're looking for a just some weird circumstances here that are making Drinkwitz look for another defensive coordinator well that would certainly be the optimistic way of looking at it and by the way speaking of optimism well I hate to say it you might have to truly be an optimist to think that Conzo Martin should definitely be retained after this season. But you know what? I am going to make that case coming up and also the case against retaining Conzo Martin as well. 
So let's get into all that. But first, let's talk about one of our fine sponsors. And of course, that's Bet Online. Football season, it's finally over, right? The big game, it's in our rearview mirror. But basketball is, of course, full steam ahead for college and pro. So guess who has you covered? It's Bet Online with the best odds, totals, and player performance props you can find on the internet. Again, it's betonline.net, the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. And not just basketball, of course. They've got hockey, boxing, UFC, and of course, Olympic coverage as well. So head to betonline.net on your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Again, that's BetOnline, where the game starts. So if you're in the camp... And I don't know how many people are still in this camp, but they're they're definitely out there. The people who really want to retain Conzo Martin as Missouri's head basketball coach still. And I'll just say, from my perspective, as somebody who's been to virtually all the home games this year, I missed Paul Quinn College and I missed the, the snow-ridden afternoon Florida game. I, I wasn't able to go to that as well because I was, well, watching my daughter. The schedule change threw me off there. But I'll just say as somebody who has made the effort and time to go to all these games, or 90% of them anyway, I've been fairly entertained with a few exceptions because, well, let's face it, most of the massive blowouts on the court have been road games so far. And as brutal as Illinois, Kansas, the previous Arkansas game were, and other games as well, you know, for the most part, I've actually kind of enjoyed this season. I can't totally explain why. Now, a lot of it is just my emotional attachment to Kobe Brown and Javon Pickett. Again, that's one of the biggest parts of this sport to me and something that has been that is being lost currently is getting to know some of these guys over the course of, of three, four seasons and just feeling like you know them a little bit, just guys that you root for. You get used to, you know, back in the day, obviously Major League Baseball's dealt with this. Back in the day, you could, you know, name the Cardinals or Royals starting nine for, for years on end, seemingly, right? Obviously, we're in a little bit different of a world in pro sports, but if, if, if college sports is going to be just a lesser version of pro sports, that's a really big problem for me. See, one thing, it would also be really easy to make excuses for this year's Missouri club as well, because, well, you had a solid NCAA tournament caliber Missouri team last year that obviously lost a, a tremendous amount of seniors, had huge amounts of roster turnover. Xavier Pinson obviously transferred, went to LSU. Mark Smith transferred. You know, but some of that's got to be on Conzo too. But at the same time, Again, if you want to make the optimistic case here, you can say, you know what? Lots of college basketball programs have reset years. And this is certainly a reset year for Missouri. So if you want to make that case, go right ahead. The problem is I don't actually buy into it. So you know what? Coming up, we're going to have to make the negative case against Conzo Martin as well. The case against retaining him as coach for the following season but you know what? First, I want to tell you about Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, and with the ever-increasing numbers of vehicles on the road, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock everything you could possibly need. So why waste your time going into those stores when you can simply 
Open up your computer, your mobile device, type type in rockauto.com, use their easy-to-navigate device, and within just a few taps, I promise you, you're going to find exactly what you were looking for, and you're going to get multiple options as well, so you're not just you're not just locked into one brand. No, they've got standard economy and even premium versions of just about every single part. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen. Why not make Locked On Blues your second listen? Of course, we're right in the middle of the NHL season. The Blues looking like they're poised to make another run. So check out Locked On Blues wherever you get your podcasts. And you know what? I got to be honest. I, I owe you all an apology. That previous segment was not my best. But you know what? My heart was not exactly in stumping for Conzo Martin it just wasn't but I wanted to try to make the case and I honestly didn't do a very good job and to be fair to me though I just think it's easier to make the opposite case because even if you want to say that this season is a fluke that well you know it's a reset for Missouri the problem is the guys that you have in the reset you just don't have a lot of obvious keepers right now again getting back to Javon Pickett Kobe Brown, two guys who are really solid SEC players. Neither one's going to play in the NBA as far as I can tell. So you might say maybe Missouri has lacked the high-level talent like guys like Caleb Brown from St. Louis, right, who ended up going to North Carolina. Well, sorry, sorry, no, Caleb Love. I said Caleb Brown, didn't I? No, Caleb Brown plays for the Tigers. I meant Caleb Love, the former St. Louis recruit who is now with the North Carolina Tar Heels. But to me, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. The problem with Conzo Martin isn't so much that he's failed to get the elite talent. He's just taken too many zeros. Missouri doesn't have enough depth right now. They just don't have enough usable pieces. And you think about, you think back to Christian Guess. You think back to to Axel Okongo. You look at Jordan Wilmore. And frankly, many of the freshmen on this roster well, it's not obvious that they're keepers yet. That's just Mario McKinney, another one. Then you lose out on Trey Jackson, who's been a solid, very solid player for Seton Hall this year. And you just start to realize there's just been too many swings and misses on the recruiting trail. It's one thing if you recruit a, a top 100 guy who maybe only plays like he's a top 200 guy. It's another thing to just recruit players, multiple players, and get a big fat zero in the production column. That's just happened over and over again during the Martin era. And to me, for all the talk about questioning his game day coaching, and and some of those criticisms I think are valid, but at the same time, it's all about talent acquisition to me. I don't think Conzo Martin is a bad coach. I really don't. I think he has his pluses. I think he's really good at getting his players to buy in and play hard and box out and never give up and all that good stuff but unfortunately he has a lot of downsides as a coach too but again that's just game day coaching ultimately though what's going to in my mind what's going to end the Conzo Martin era at Missouri perhaps prematurely is again the talent 
evaluation and then development. If you want to, if you want to include development in there, we can do that too, because well, quite honestly, Mark Smith is having his best season in quite a while for Kansas state right now too. So not only that, again, back to Trey Jackson, a kid who I was really high on a couple years ago when he was with Missouri as a freshman. Well, whatever reason, Conzo wasn't a huge fan of his, didn't play him as many minutes as I would have liked. And well, he took his ball and, and, and went on down to, to New Jersey. I really hope that doesn't happen with Trevin Brazil, another talented six foot nine, skinnier guy that needs to grow into his body a little bit and just needs needs more experience than anything. So to me, if you're Conzo Martin, the problem is if he would have just taken that team from last season, if he would have taken that Porter season, if he just wouldn't have had Jonte get hurt for the second time there, it's just brutal. You know, he, he just didn't, he just wasn't able to win it. If he could have gotten one NCAA tournament game, he might've been able to build up some goodwill, but so far, I just don't think that's happening. And by the way, just one more final factor that I don't think most people are thinking about is does Conzo Martin want to come back next year? Maybe he's not totally unlike Steve Wilkes, right? Guys in their in their 50s who've been around these sports for a long time now. Conzo Martin, it's already been sort of bandied about that this will be his last job regardless if he's retained this season or not. Missouri's probably going to be his last stop as a head coach, it sounds like. Well, if that's the case, maybe he doesn't want to try again next season with a Maybe he doesn't want to go into the transfer portal again. Maybe he's content to just take a slightly reduced buyout, come to an agreement with apparently his somewhat friend, Desiree Reed Francois, and just sort of save the, the acrimony and just move on and go home and enjoy retirement. I could totally see that happening for Conzo. So maybe it won't even come to some acrimonious end where he's trying to hang on to a job where he's no longer wanted. I could totally see a scenario where he just agrees to kind of quietly go away this offseason. I think maybe that's even more likely than anything at this point. And finally, once again, thanks for making this your first listen. Now make your second listen. Locked on bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. That's Locked on Bets. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.